G'day, how are you going this afternoon? We are talking travel thanks to our sponsor, Travel on King. And Sally Lucas joins me. Good afternoon, Sally. Hi, Cole. How are you? I'm very well. How are you? I'm well, and we have a guest today that we have mm. had on before. Yes. I think you might have even done the program last yeah. time she was on. Yeah, I did. Yeah, and we had a, a French, French gentleman. Yeah. Yes, Francois. Yes, that's it. <laughs> anyway, he's not here today, but Karen's back here again from Backroads Touring, and she's the business development manager for the company for New South Wales. And she's just come back from a lovely, lovely tour um, of France called La Belle France, and it does Normandy, Brittany, and the Loire Valley. So I thought it was a good opportunity for her to talk to us about that region of France today and uh, what the itinerary included and where she went. So, Karen, head off. Tell us, what did you do? Where did you go? Oh, where do I start? Can I have the rest of the afternoon? Oh, I have to tell you, Sally, um, we went on this spectacular trip through Normandy and Brittany, um, and we went to all the back roads, basically, and I can tell you we were, were a small little group, and it was just like travelling with a group of friends. Yes, which You know, is we nice. went to, um, and I chose Normandy and Brittany because I'd never actually been to that area before, um, and uh, the experiences we had in regards to uh, two nights in Honfleur, two nights in Dinan, two nights in Chinon, uh, Travelling a bit on the Normandy uh, beaches, which I hadn't done before, no. which was so interesting. Um, and we just had the best time in all these little roads that we went on, where which you'd never find if you try and do it yourself, basically. Well, that's the thing with France. And even when I was there, I can remember that I've said to people, like, we travel on these long freeways with nothing in between sometimes. Whereas yeah. in France, there's this myriad, it's like a, a lot of veins, there's this network yeah. of roads. And, yeah. you know, and yeah. there's about six ways to get to one village yeah yeah and you're, you're actually driving half the time through someone's property yeah on some well, of these roads we did experience that um, a couple of times yeah so it's that's a <clears> remarkable <throat> thing i think about france i haven't done normandy either in Brittany, and i mean my one of my wonderful um cooks that i love manu feldel of course whom i have met as well uh, at his restaurant Name which he no longer you. owns damn <laughs> i mean i loved his restaurant but he comes from Brittany, and i watched yeah. his um show recently when he returned back to his roots and he yeah. did a show on Brittany. so i would imagine you would have found that really interesting as it's, well it's interesting with that area because i think most people know that area for the land beaches and yes. you know and 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 the first world war particularly yes. with the series that's just been on abc but and I actually think the French like to keep Normandy and Brittany as a secret uh-huh. because most of my French friends actually have summer houses over there. Yes. But the food, and of course, Calvados comes from that area. Yes. Uh, beautiful cheeses, cider, uh, such awesome uh, culinary seafood, experiences. Of course, I, would imagine. Oh, so, I mean, the oysters. oysters. Mm. I was sitting at this market um, uh, near Honfleur and just gorging myself on the oysters straight almost out of the oven. Uh, um, out of the I ocean. Out of the ocean. I knew what you meant. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, I yeah. need some more oysters. That's obviously. But, you know, literally almost like off the boat. Yes, and and yes. it was 9 o'clock in the morning. It doesn't matter. And I ended up Never having some oysters. champagne it doesn't, as matter, well. it doesn't matter to me either. Yeah. I remember when Manu did the same. He went yeah. out with an oyster farmer and they yeah. walked out, you know, up to their knees, you know, just off the shore and yeah. were picking these oysters just yeah. fresh. I thought, wow. Yeah. And the size of some of them were huge. Uh, amazing. Oh, monsters, absolutely. No, but, but that's the thing with that area. It is an area that I think a lot of people only think for one thing. And there's so much more. And I, I tell you, I chose the uh, particular area uh, because I'd never been there before. And mm. because I was after we 
finished the tour, which was just phenomenal. Um, we did a battlefield tour, and that's why I chose it. But I wasn't mm. expecting the beauty, the scenery, uh, the, the the roads we went to. You know, it was just phenomenal. And some of the accommodation, like if you don't mind, if I can talk about Chinon, uh, the accommodation yes. we experienced there was just fantastic. That's wonderful. And I think, as you said, it is a little bit of a hidden part of France that Brittany, we, and we know about the Normandy beaches, but mm. I think the other areas of France, like Provence, you know, yep. the Côte d'Azur, Loire the Valley. south of France and all that, and these other areas are more promoted or more yep. well-known. Yep. But I think it's great to be able to tell people about this region now, yep. which might inspire them. And I had a friend that went there recently, took his daughter there, and he, same as us, had not been to that region of yep. France before yep. and also was blown away by yep. Brittany. Yep. He said it was absolutely magnificent. Yep. And, of course, you've gone into the Loire as well here, haven't you? And yep. Chartres and, of course, the famous Mont Saint-Michel. and Which was phenomenal. Which is phenomenal. So yep. an absolute wonderful itinerary. And I'm, I'm glad you really enjoyed it. I had no doubt that you would, of course. Um, <laughs> Being anyway, a French girl at heart. I, I know. We both are, I think. Both Francophiles. <laughs> Anyhow, we'll be back soon. And then we'll talk to Karen about some of the new things happening for next year, as well as some of the special added extras. Karen's going to just probably just go through a touch of them with us. There's nine new programs they've got. And just to give you a quick brief resume, Kenton Sussex, Taste of Scotland, Edinburgh to London, Germany, Romantic Backroad to Vienna, Mountains, Valleys and Lakes of Switzerland, a slow food tour of Puglia in Italy, the Peloponnese and the Greek Saronic Islands, Istanbul and Cappadocia and the Greek Ionian Islands. So let's pick the eyes out of these. Karen, which one would you like to talk about first? Well, I think the one that I really like to talk about is the Scottish new itinerary that we've um, uh, produced with the very, very famous chef in the UK, particularly called Carolyn Robin. She used to be the Queen's most favourite chef back in the 80s. So we're talking about, you know, when Charles and Diana were there. Mm-hmm. And um, I look at her picture in the brochure and I can only imagine she would have been very young when she worked for the Queen. Yes. But anyway, we've been able to talk her into taking one of our tours. Um, and she actually is taking the whole tour. And uh, we will go and visit all the fantastic um, suppliers that she uses, you know, for oh, her okay. game or her meat or her you know her pastries and and she will also cook two amazing meals one at Belmoral Castle um, and one on the old HMS Britannia and because when you're only traveling with you know a small amount of people Mm. that we do um, you can actually do those sort of things so this is something that um, I think at the moment with the new royal baby and all the other things that are happening in the UK it's very appropriate it's very appropriate to have something royal isn't it yes so where is the royal yacht Britannia these days it's now um, anchored up in um Oh, I think they took it off because they've got a new ship now. Yes, but of I course. I think it's near St Andrews. Uh, right. Some, if you bear with me, that's yes. what I think it is. Yes, that's okay. Um, and um, and that whole area is, you know, the very much uh, St Andrews, uh, Beaumont Castle, going up into Scotland is very much, you know, yes. the old favourite places of um, of the Queen. Yes, basically. and also it says here you go to Holyrood House as yes. well, uh, to St Andrews where mm. Prince William and Kate Middleton met while That's exactly studying right. at Scotland's oldest uni. Yeah. Um, you go to a whiskey distillery as well. You have to so do that, that in that, Scotland. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I've been to one as well many years ago, but I have. And then you go into the Cairngorms National Park. Well, that would be wonderful mm. in itself, of mm. course, um, accompanied by a local foraging specialist. Yeah, well, again, stuff? it's all about going to the places where Carolyn sources, yeah, yeah, sources all her, yeah. her projects from, basically. Fantastic. And, you know, it says here, tasting of local honey cheeses and mm. oat cakes. Mm. Oh, really interesting, isn't it? Balmoral Castle. We should go wow. next year, Sally. I'm not, I'm not going to England next year. How 
haven't got time. <laughs> My years just I run out of days. It's just incredible. And then you go to Pitlochry yeah. as well. Um, and it says you go to a dam to see its salmon ladder. Yeah. Now, that's got me intrigued. It helps the fish bypass the dam and enter the lock. Exactly. Yeah. Wow. That is something that, because, you know, the salmon stock is so precious over yes, there. Yes, of course. And uh, uh, valuable. Well, Scottish uh, salmon is beautiful, is it not? Well, um, I have to say Northern Hemisphere salmon is Leaves just phenomenal. Well, I don't want to say that because Tasmanian salmon is awesome. But no, I yeah, know. It well, is I just went, phenomenal. When we went to Paris last, we were staying up near the Sacré-Cœur. Yeah. And we just went down a couple of little laneways behind and we yeah. found a shop that only sold salmon. Can oh, you believe it? Please do let me know oh, where that I'll is. I'll have to tell you where that is. And yeah. they had all salmon from all around the world. Yeah. And he carved it for you fresh, these slices yeah. of salmon off these big whole salmon. And the Scottish salmon, I have to say... It's, to die for. It is definitely to do with the waters just get that much colder up there. Yeah, basically. it must be pristine, I guess, yeah. as well, maybe. I don't know. Well, it's the temperature, I think, more than anything. So, yeah, the temperature yeah. of the water. Mm. Well, that's something wonderful. Now, quickly, yes. now, quickly, slow food tour of Puglia. Oh, you know, Puglia is the area where I think slow food really um, re-emerged, if I can mm. put it that way. Probably and emanated from there. Sorry? Probably emanated from there well, originally. Well, I think slow food is really going back to the old days, you know, when everybody used mm. to live in the same, like in Puglia, they all used to live in these round truly buildings. And and, um, and and in the winter, you you all move in together, you know, the yeah. cattle and yes. the pigs and the people, and you have the fire in the middle, and you, as you know, you slaughter the cattle and mm. you hang up. The prosciuttos and the salamis, right. and they smoke in the fire, but not just the meats, but also the cheeses. And but in case people don't know, of course, Puglia is down more in the toe of Italy. Yes, the so hill. it's in that bottom part of yeah. Italy, which again yeah. gets a little bit forgotten. Yes, and it's again now people have done a lot of you know the Tuscany, the Amalfi Coast, Cinque Terre. They're looking for new areas, and Puglia. Um, is and it's interesting where a lot of people think for Italy as you know um, uh, red wines and, and Chianti and things. It's actually quite a seafood orientated place as well, as well as the cheeses and the meats and things like that. And no doubt some wonderful um, scenery again. Yes, absolutely. Yes, I had a friend do a walking tour down around the bottom of the toe one time. Oh, and she awesome. said it was absolutely unbelievable as awesome. well. So that whole area, of course, as you say, we're opening up, and this is what's wonderful. What's happening in the travel industry mm. overall? I think mm. every year. We're seeing new areas opened up and more yep. small roads touring, which is enabling people to get to yep. these areas. Because as you would be able to explain to people, if you have these really large coaches... They can't get down the roads that we travel on. That's right, because they're so narrow. So yep. that's one of your benefits when you're doing... Yep you know, touring on these small back roads, which yeah. is great, and you're getting to see the real countryside yeah. and how people have always lived. I think yeah. that's what you're saying. And I think that's often what people have in their heads when they go to Europe, you know, and it doesn't always they get to experiences depending on how they travel over there. Okay, well, I think that just about has us done for today. But I know, anyway, I want to talk some more. I know, but we can let people know, as I said, that there's nine new programs for next yep. year, and there is one which we could talk about another time. I might even do that next week, yep. even though you're not here, and we can yep. talk about the Greek Ionian Islands and maybe the one that does Istanbul and Cappadocia. So there's plenty more we can talk about next week. Thank but you. Thank you for coming again today, Karen. Thank it's you. always it's lovely always to have you on board. So, um, yeah, thanks for Karen to coming yeah, on today. Yeah, thank you very much. It's thank always interesting. No worries. We are talking travel this afternoon thanks to our sponsor travel on king
Um, before we got into hot deals today, however, I do want to pass this little bit of information on that came across my desk yesterday. I had mentioned on the program a couple of weeks ago that there had been changes to the regulations of taking children into South Africa, which was quite significant because you've got to take a full birth certificate, you've got to get permission, written permission and an affidavit if you're you know, a single parent, again, or you, know, you don't have two parents travelling. This has been actually postponed until June next year. Now, it was supposed to come into effect from October, but for anyone who you know is travelling with their children, it has been deferred to 1 June next year. But that will still come into effect. I think they're just worried about whether it was going to uh, affect tourism into South Africa. But of course, their main reason for doing it is to chop, chop, stop rather child slavery mm. and children being taken across borders illegally. So it wasn't meant as a deterrent for people to go to South Africa they're really thinking of looking after children. But anyway, that has been deferred until June next year. Now we can talk about the hot deals, which is far more exciting. Yes, yes, that's right. Um, Now, Backroads Touring, we just had Karen on board, as you all know. They do have their early birds out now, which most of the tour companies all do have. We don't have all the airline early birds out yet. Some are out, some not. So you'll just have to keep checking with your travel agent for those. But certainly with your touring, they are all out now. Uh, They've got a 5% early bird discount if you pay in full by the 15th of December, which is a saving of up to $570 per couple, remembering that they're small group touring maximum of 18 passengers, travelling back roads, not freeways, and they have over 40 tours on offer. And they've also still got that Winter special if you're wanting to get away for a white Christmas, where if you book two tours, you get 50% off the second tour. So keep that in mind as well. Now, moving along, um, 25th anniversary of the Rocky Mountain uh, Rail. So this is really fantastic, that wonderful train that goes right through the Canadian Rockies. Um, So they still have some savings available on that if you get in early to celebrate their 25th anniversary. Now, next year also, Aurora Expeditions is introducing a new itinerary, which is, to me, looks absolutely fantastic. It's called Awesome Africa, and what they're doing is they're including an actual cruise, like replicating the old African Queen movie, and they're actually sailing up a river in South Africa, as well as cruising around the African coast. So it's quite a different itinerary. So you can get to see all your wildlife, plus do some cruising as well. That's only got two departures in April next year. And so just check with that if you're really interested in doing Africa in a very different way, or South Africa. And also um, they have Aurora Partners flying free to the Kimberley. If you want to book your Kimberley Coast expedition for next year, before the 31st of October, your partner will fly free. So that is a very good offer as well. And the Kimberley Coast, as I've mentioned before, is absolutely stunning. We have some beautiful scenery in our own country, even though we do talk about overseas destinations regularly. Don't forget we have some absolutely beautiful, beautiful areas in our own country. Now, also valid for sale until the 3rd of October, there's some Tahiti um, little specials. So if you're a bit sick of the cold weather and we're still getting some chilly nights and mornings, um, you could hop off to Tahiti. Now, there's a special here at the moment, international airfares, accommodation, transfers and a tour, seven nights with a free upgrade to a deluxe ocean view room on that beautiful island, starting from a touch over $2,500 per person. Now, that's pretty good value for money to get to Tahiti. And it's not as expensive as it used to be because of changes to their currency against our dollar. It is a lot less expensive. People have perceived it to be always an expensive destination, but it actually has reduced in cost once you get there. Now, the other ones that are really good at the moment, Swan Hellenic, 
which is mainly, well, they, they cruise Asia and they cruise Europe. They've also got some uh, summer saver fares for Europe, so long as you book by the 30th of September. So that's great savings as well. And also a second passenger can cruise free. So so many of these good offers if you get in early now. And once they have a certain allocation, they'll just run out. So sometimes they don't have a, a physical cut-off date. It's a matter of you getting in early and finding out whether you can still take advantage of these savings. And they are absolutely incredible. As I said, they also have them in Asia as well. Again, if you book by the 30th of September, couples can save up to 25% on the cruise fare or singles actually pay no single supplement, which for solo travellers, that is a huge thing because quite often you're paying the equivalent of two people being in your cabin because you've got sole use of the cabin. Mm. But this way you don't. So that is a wonderful saving as well. And that's, you know, we're finding a lot of companies now are introducing either might not be absolutely the same cost as just a, a shared twin passenger, but certainly they're offering reduced rates for solo travellers, which has been a deterrent for a lot of single people, you know what I mean? Because it puts the cost yeah, up for them dramatically. Yeah. Um, the other thing also in the Asia, Burma, India, Malabar coast region, including Arabia, Jordan, Egypt, Holy Lands, etc., have got a second passenger cruise free there as well. So honestly, there's just so much out there, Cole, and a lot of it's in cruising, I know, but they're the ones that have the exceptional value discounts, and they're offering them all the time. So there's just far too many for me to go through. But just about any area of the world you want to cruise at the moment, there's some sort of a special offer, as well as your European touring has got early birds, Alaska, Canada has got early birds, and all the early bird airfares are just starting to come out to Europe now as well, so that you can take advantage also of getting some reduced rate airfares as well as your reduced rate touring content or cruising content. So now is the time, this time of the year around this September, October, is when you jump on the bandwagon and get yourself a bargain. Yeah, well, it's absolutely fabulous. Now, we can catch Talking Travel to podcast, can't we? You can head to our you website. certainly can, yes. And, I mean, that, that's a good thing too because not everyone, if you're working, I guess, can, has the opportunity to listen, listen to the radio yeah. during the day. But certainly, yes, it'll be there on a podcast if anyone wants to listen. And Well, thank you very much, Sal. You have a terrific weekend and thank we'll you. chat next Friday. Talking Travel on a Friday afternoon. We do it thanks to our sponsor, Travel on King.